suddenly changed pace through the centre. It's Bergkamp. That's magnificent. The move. And then this, which left Dabby's ass totally stranded. I need a longer video. Still can't get all the tweets done in time. Hello, welcome to uh, Bergkamp Wonderland. Arsenal 2, Fulham 1. Whoo! I was having kittens during most of that. And for all the haters out there that have been questioning Martin Odegaard and are still questioning Bakayo Saka, don't. Don't. Don't question them. Mikel, don't question Mikel. Don't question any of the players. We've seen today that they can't all have magnificent games at the same time. But Odegaard, oh my God, Odegaard, that bloke was fantastic. With me to do a happy jig, high fives and all the, the other associated stuff, it is uh, Deke. How are you doing, Treacle? I'm all right. I'm all right. I've just, I've just, I, I was just saying to you before the before we went live. I basically, I say I didn't sprint, but I power walked to the point where my shin splints uh, from previous football injuries kicked in, and uh, holy Jesus! I was unfortunately sitting in the middle of Derbyshire, which is where I live now, with two Tottenham fans, and they were literally egging on my demise until the dying moments when Gabriel got that goal, and I was I, I lost my shit. And then the VAR, but we'll talk about that. Yeah, it was absolutely fantastic. So many. I mean, is it? Would it be wrong to say that that was never really in doubt because of the way we play and the chances we were creating? And it should have. Yeah, it should have been no, not in doubt. That's that's the that's the thing. But you know, errors happen. It's the Premier League. It's a very long and arduous uh, journey. And, and errors do come into play and we played ourselves out of a huge error because old school Arsenal would have just gone. <laughs> yeah. But we we persevered and we ended up getting the result that uh, we knew deep down we deserved. But as I said, if this was last season, we would have very much just, you know, gone home with our tail between our legs. Excellent. Right, let's say a few quick hellos to the, the people in the chat. Sorry, we're a little bit late, but uh, like Deke says, he couldn't leave the pub while it was 1-1 because he'd have come back here and he missed the goal and then it would have been an absolute pretty nightmare. Much, pretty much, pretty much, yeah. Phil Macca, hello, uh, and lots of numbers. Cy, Harvey, um, Carlito, Supercala, uh, Stefan, who else is in there? Uh, Corey is there. Is that our Corey in Canada? I think it could well be. I haven't heard from you for a while. I hope you're all right. And who else is in there? Brady's Banana and Loki and Andy. That's a new name. Uh, can we just give Fulham 35 million for Mitrovic? Absolutely not. <laughs> Don't want him at the club. Uh, it's just, it's just the wrong a fat attitude. who's shuffling around. But four goals in four games, it's a, that's not a bad turnout, is it? And Tullaby Fool is there. Uh, can you say hi to my daughter? Since she was born, she's watched every game on my lap and won them all. Hello. Keep it going. Tullaby Fool's daughter. Is what we it's, say. Uh, it's, uh, it's a good time to be a gooner. Make the most of it. Right. Let's um, let's start with uh, with what you thought when you heard the lineup. No Zinchenko. Yeah, and I was... No party. Were you worried? Um, as they say, no Zinchenko, no party. Because we didn't have a party uh, up until, you know, the dying moments of the game. But um, yeah, and I was completely shocked, shell-shocked, um, to be honest with you. Um, I heard rumours about the party thing. Um, uh, the fact that he wasn't at the hotel, apparently, 
Um, so I heard about that probably an hour before the lineup, which I was like, okay, I'm a little bit anxious about that. But I think overall we missed the Zinchenko. Then we did the party, which is which is quite funny actually, because if this was you know we we, we teleport ourselves back to last season. Nice. I like it. I love the fact that Zinchenko was involved in all of the celebrations for the Gabriel goal. That was beautiful. For people who, really uh, feel who are not I listening really... live, it's um, just put a picture up because Steve yes. mentioned Zinchenko. The celebration with he's just standing there, ran up to him and he's going mental. He's didn't a give a f- he's got he's got a strap on his left knee, didn't care, was involved, and I loved yeah. it. Absolutely fell in love with him. Um, but we, you know, as Arsenal fans, I think we all fell in love with him considering we made him a song pretty early doors. But I really feel we lost um, the influence of Zinchenko with the inverted wing back, the ability to be able to come through the middle and hold that centre midfield option um, to allow um, Xhaka to do what he does, um, which he's done so prevalently this season. Um, but as I said, at the start, you know, an hour before the, the teams were announced, there was party not being there. And I was like, I was a little bit skeptical. I was like, okay, you know, everyone's saying, you know, El Nenny would just be a shoehorn fit. And I was like, okay, maybe we can get through this without party. But then losing Zinchenko as well and then bringing in Tierney. And as much as I love Tierney, he's not got that ability to play in the inverted wing back to come through the middle. He's very much the guy that plays out on the very peripherals of the pitch and plays that late ball in from the byline. And we saw that today, but it just didn't really work out. I think we've, I think as an Arsenal team, we've very much evolved um, from that ability to play that last ditch cross into the box. I think we're very much a more technical team and, and having that ability there. But, uh, you know, as, as overall, the team hasn't changed much from the opening day of the season, but the party in the Zinchenko. But I feel like everyone got hyped on the Zinchenko thing, but I think, uh, sorry, the party thing, but I think Zinchenko. It's very much the one that we miss the most. Wise words indeed. Paul Nell, not Neil, says, I was at the 9-0 spanking of Bournemouth today. He said it is insane. Ah, oh, it is Can't Corey, see. cheeky monkey. Hello, Corey. I have to get you on again soon if you're around. Keys be night. Countdown to our first red card. Who is it going to be? Looks quite close today because we've got full of the passion, full of the... Oh, I've got no qualms with in. the passion. Got no qualms with oh, the passion. Oh, I. Brilliant. No qualms with it. Get involved. Get involved, I say. I, I was waiting for me. I was waiting for Mitrovic to get a red card after you know that little bit of a challenge, and he had a bit of a ruckus with the Arsenal fans before the said goal, which we'll talk about. But I thought he was going to get himself a cheeky little red, but it just wasn't meant to be. It, it was looking a little bit tasty at times. I Claudius on Twitch says that game felt more chaotic than it needed to be, but when we won, coming from behind with a couple of players out, that's a good sign. I mean. Fulham have proved themselves they're no mugs this season. They've got some decent results already. So, I mean, they will be disappointed that they uh, that they didn't get a draw out of that. They had plenty of chances to score goals, especially, um, well, I've got, I've got some notes for the games, but at some points of the game, they were looking really, really decent. Let's um, start off with a uh, fourth minute. El Nenny playing the exact party role. Well, he was standing where party was standing, but he wasn't doing much of the party role, was it? Because it's mainly passing backwards, bit of a water carry, bringing the ball from defence, then passing it out. I don't think he's done himself any favours today, but he hasn't done himself um, a disjustice, and we, an injustice. And we knew that's the kind of player, the kind of role that he would play. He doesn't have it in him to do any of the party stuff. And this is one of the positions that we need filling, isn't it, from before the transfer window closes. We can't yeah, no, rely I, on, on El Nenny when party's not there. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think today, um, 
the best thing to do with a situation like this is to look at the, the silver lining of a situation, right? We talk all the time about situations where um, we look absolutely incredible, which we've done so far this season. Um, but there's still very many days before the window closes. Um, so I'm hoping the 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 idea of being able to push for a midfielder that can come in and do the business in the middle of the park when party becomes invisible um, very much becomes prevalent. But we'll see what happens. At the end of the day, we we know we managed to keep hold of Elneny on a very minimal contract with an optional of a year extension. And to have a player of his ability, I know that he isn't a party player. You know, he's not he's not Thomas Party, but he's a player that can do the job. Um, at a very minimal level, but he didn't, as you said, Danny, very rightly, he didn't put any foot wrong, but he didn't do anything extraordinary at the same time, which is very much what we were used to having when it comes to Mohamed on any, and you, you can't expect him to just become someone else. Um, so yeah, you know, who knows? Hopefully today will be a silver lining on the cloud and we end up pushing out for a midfielder that we desperately, desperately uh how do you say that name nitsu anubi says it's an odegaard wonderland today this it definitely is he was absolutely magnificent um right 11th minute i've put saka looking very confident running through the middle at goal we're in the odegaard position he only did that a couple of times today but yeah he looked good didn't he he did look good saka looked really really good today um but he's looked good for the last few games um, it's been, this is 14 games now that he's not managed to hit the back of the net. Um, thanks to Albinio, the opted God who likes to jinx us, jinx us, but we, we ended up quelling that today, which is great. But yeah, 14 games today, Saka's not hit the back of the net. Um, obviously something needs to change. I don't know if it might be the time to maybe integrate Emil Smith Rowe back into the side and allowing Saka maybe a breath um who knows that might be what happens for aston villa next weekend oh uh, sorry we're playing them tuesday wednesday right? wednesday wednesday we're playing aston villa wednesday so who knows that might be there might be a change in that regard um but but on speaking of guard early guard was just i when we had him on loan and there was rumors about we could sign him on a permanent and the fact that we signed him on a permanent on such an incredible deal because I thought Ancelotti would something? literally just, yeah, I thought Ancelotti would be like, no, nah, we're keeping him. He's very much going to yeah. be very, you know, involved in the Real Madrid side. But the fact that we got him and we got him for cheap, I've been an Erdogan fan since the, the day we signed him on loan. I've been, I, so it doesn't shock me that he is now the uh, fully fledged Arsenal captain leading the line. There was moments in the game, you know, at that, there was a moment uh, we'll, we'll talk about where he, he charged back. And, and stopped a very much. Uh, there was a moment where he, uh, Andrea, as Andreas or Andrea, could have been one on one with Ramsdale, and uh, and Ram and Erdegaard chased it all the way back um, to the penalty, our own penalty box, and he did that up until the ninety first, ninety second minute. I'm in love with Martin Erdegaard. In love with him. Ooh, illumination, Ooh, light. Lovely. We have light. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the wonders. Um, right, so 14th minute, wonderful cross-field ball, cross ball from Odegaard to Jesus, who half volleys it off to Xhaka, who had a shot and puts it wide. I mean, that ball from one side of the pitch to the feet of Jesus from Odegaard, that is the stuff of highlight reels that players do a few times a season. He's doing it all the time. That's just, I saw that, I stopped breathing. Stunning, 
he does this though. This is what he does. This is what his ability is. And as I said, I was blown away with the fact that we managed to poach him from Real Madrid. The, you know, the, 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 the club that's got the most European championships on the planet, mm. um, which, you know, we'll, we'll say that is pretty much the best club in the world, one of the best clubs in the world. Uh, and we managed to poach him for, for pickings of 30, 35 million pounds. I'm, yeah. I'm in awe of the guy. And as I said, I'm not shocked that he's the captain of the club. Like formerly Noza puts there from from YouTube, there was there were so many other fans wanted James Madison instead. I didn't. Moody twat. In I'm glad we got Odegaard. Start of the window, Real Madrid was saying 70 million, 60 million, and Edu waited and waited and waited until they got desperate. Because he, he's not waiting, million. he's barbecuing. He's doing some yeah. fucking wagyu on the Barbie. That's what he's <laughs> That's fucking it. doing. He's not not <laughs> mucking around. Um, Hell yeah. It, I can't go say ninjutsu. It's not. It's nitsu. Last year we got weaker going to the bench. This year we have we so far we have not. If anything, we got better. Very good point. We got 100% so many our, options off the bench. Yeah, our bench options are. Uh, there's a day you can see daylight in between. You really, really can. Um, the fact that we can bring on players like Tommy Asu. Um, who else did we bring on? We bring on oh, uh, the holding. We, this is the first time we saw the holding situation today. Five centre backs on at the same time. <laughs> no one, no one's getting which past was which five. was funny in itself. But you know, we 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 still didn't bring on Emma Smith Rowe. We brought on Tommy Asu, which was great. We brought on Eddie yeah. Ketia. I think Odegaard. Uh, he, he, he was a, he was a live wire. Yeah, it'd be nice to have seen Smith Rowe come on from Odegaard and get. I agree. I agree. I to to be fair, I would have maybe even seen it over Saka. Because um, I feel like that might be the way. If Emma Smith Rowe can maybe wiggle his way in, um, I think that's maybe over Saka, Bakayo Saka, because, you know, as I said, he's not hit the back of the net now for 13, 14 games, um, thanks to Orbino on Twitter. Um, you know, he's got some great statistics. He lives and breathes it. He's a, you know, he's a, if you love a stat, he's your guy. Um, and that's what he said at half time. Um, so, it's definitely going to get interesting when it comes to the Villa game on Wednesday, that's for sure. Yeah, very, very happy indeed. Uh, now now for the only criticism I have of the... Maybe Eddie gets a little bit towards the end of the game, a bit wasteful, but he's still young and learning. 23rd minute, Ramsdale does his usual, taking a quick goal kick and hits one of their players. He nearly killed Mitrovic. I was laughing my ass off at that. As Mitrovic is laying, not for the first time in the game, laying on the floor, rolling around, squealing like a, like a baby. But are you worried about Ramsdale? And he's, he's so quick with those um, quick free kick um, goal kicks that regularly, once a game, he's someone, one of their players is going to get hit by the ball. He's just so eager, but it just makes you love him even more, doesn't it? Well, you know, we were all there when we signed Ramsdale. Was it Sheffield United that we signed him from? I'm pretty sure, right? It was, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. So we all signed him. We were like, why are we spending this much money on a backup goalkeeper when we've got Bern Leno? We're like, what's going on here? It didn't take very long for him to get into our hearts and very much that's where he will stay. I can, I can, I can feel it. That's for sure. Like we know we all, we all saw it today. Bert Leno had a great game. It was very interesting to see kind of the parallels between the two players, Bert Leno had a brilliant game, but we all, we all loved him for his shot stopping ability. It was his footwork that kind of let him down. Ramsdale has got that ability to be able to ping the balls out to the wings and and really offer a really, really potent attack from literally nothing. So as much as I, you know, Ramsdale might give us the heebie-jeebies every now and again, I, I, I want him to keep doing what he's doing. 100%. 100%. 
Agree. Looking at what does a T mean? Um, last man tackle. Oh, looking at who scored.com. Um, looking at who scored, like I said, who scored.com. Leno got a rating of 8.3. Erdegaard, 8.6. The rest of our team, apart from Martinelli, got a 7.5. Saka got a 7.2. And Mitrovic got a 7.5. The rest of the team, oh, Ream got a 7.8. A bit high for that. But it was today was it was uh, a tale of of uh, one goalkeeper and one Norwegian captain, and between them they they stopped he stopped us scoring and Odegaard kept us going. It's I think we've got a quote here from Rudy he says Arteta on Odegaard's influence, leadership, uh, influence, keep calm and take the ball in difficult moments, and he did that so often. And his his vision he's it's not just about. Um, his uh, his ability to pass. I've made a note. Um, yeah, there's my next note uh, coming up. No, 38th minute. And then he gave away a foul. Gabriel stood there holding the ball two thirds of the way up the pitch in their half and was arguing. Erdegaard took the ball off of Gabriel and shouted at him and pointed to get back to his own position. Good captaining there. Make sure they don't take it quickly and leave us without a centre back in place. That sums up why he's captain. Xhaka would have done the same thing, but he's just, you can see Erdegaard's an intelligent bloke and he's reading ahead thinking, if you're standing there with the ball, the ref takes the ball off for you. They'll take a free, quick free kick or whatever they're going to do and lob it downfield and then it's only got Saliba and, uh, and Benny Blanco there. So great leadership for him there, wasn't it? you got to remember, Erdegaard's only 23 years old, right? But he's yeah. been playing at the highest level since he was 16 years old. When he got poached by Real Madrid and given that eighty thousand pound per week contract, which is kind of life changing, I don't even know sort of how to comprehend that sort of wages. But he's twenty three and he's a captain of Arsenal Football Club, right? But situations like this really show why we've given him that armband. I know there's a lot of fans out there right now that like to say that you know the armband's old fashioned and it's boring. There should be a leadership team or whatever you want to say. But for me, I'm old-fashioned, and I think the armband means something and it really shows something. And it re- you really need to, when you're on the pitch and you're wearing the armband, you need to give yourself 150%, not even 100. I'm talking 150%. You need to give more than anyone else on that field. In situations like this, Erdegaard comes in quite. You can see him. You uh, you've made a note on it. He really comes into situations like this and says, "Right, listen, this is what we need to be doing. This is what we need to be getting done." And uh, and today, Martin Odegaard really starts to shine as the Arsenal as the Arsenal captain. That's for sure. Definitely, um, Corey says, "Would you have Mitrovic at Arsenal?" No, no, nope. no. He's nope. not a skillful player. He's just uh, the thing is a right. I've been lump. sorry. I'm going to take a tangent here, Danny. You know me, yeah, um, Mitrovic. He's a good player. Right, that's fine. You know, he is what he is. You know, a lot of people like to say that he's not very much, he's not a championship player. He's not a premiership player. He's kind of in between. The thing that I've noticed about Arsenal and the, and the signing players that they've been going going on with is very much we're signing players that aren't wild boys or, or players that have got like an attitude or something like that. They're not bad boys. We've been signing players that are family guys. These guys live and breathe their family. They stay at home. They live and breathe, you know, being there with their wife, their kids, um, not going out. They're not about about going out and about town. They want to stay at home. They're stay-at-home kind of people, and they live and breathe family. This is very much the uh, the idea that we're signing now with players. 
And uh, you can see that on the field now. Do you know what I've really enjoyed, Danny, that I don't think anybody's really talked about more than most? Is every single time before the start of a kickoff, all of the players get in a huddle and they get themselves going. We haven't done that in such a long time. I've never seen an Arsenal team with so much unity because they understand and they know what it means to be part of a family because they live and breathe it. So this is just Arsenal Football Club or an extension of said family, and they're just integrating it into their every day. And they just, they just, their heart just literally pumps Arsenal. The huddles at the start of the game is what has changed it for me. And the idea of that, because not a lot of people talking about those huddles as if it's like an everyday thing, because we haven't done that for a while. I, I love the huddles at the start. It really shows that unity at the very beginning of a football match. We see from the All or Nothing documentary that is one of the key figure band features of, of Arteta being manager. That's what he wants. He wants unity. And you see yes. quite often, I was really surprised. We knew Aubameyang wasn't getting involved in that. I'm like Aubameyang. I wouldn't be able to get involved in that. I don't want people We've to all watched me. the documentary now. I don't know if there's yeah. any spoilers or anything like that, but the documentary uh, made me just want to just slap yeah. him in his face. Then, his attitude was completely wrong. But then you see Lacazette. I was really surprised to see Lacazette sitting there the whole time for going for, for the people at home and on the bus and taking the dog for a walk. That's me just having a blank look on my face. Lacazette so often was shown on camera like he had no idea what was going on, that he was lost. He wasn't involved. And you think, yeah, he's not really a team player. I think he'll do well back in France where he'll be the star for Leon. He's a Leon legend, but I was disappointed with that. And these are the players that are out of the club, the ones that don't that don't want to join the cult of Arteta, that don't want to be a part of it, that can't do the team hugs, that when he goes around and high-fives him at the end of every game, the ones that was lacklustre. I mean, I understand that. I'm not a team player, but you can't be a part of Arteta's army, Arteta's cult, if you're not going to do that. Um, one more bit before Great. half-time, Deke, 43rd minute. Jesus and they're 33, arguing over a foul on Saka. A little bit silly, because when you saw the, the replay of the foul... It wasn't it wasn't it was a very soft foul. Saka made the most of it, went down, wasn't hurt, but Jesus just went mental about it, didn't he? He had to be held well, that's back the reason. twice by Odegaard. Sure, and that is the reason why Jesus and uh, and Xhaka are the you know, the vice captains as 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 Arteta has said. Um the guy's got a lot of weight put on his shoulders as much as he doesn't want to be the the man. He knows that he is the guy that's gonna be leading the line. Um, and uh, situations like that, I'm in love with the man. I'm in love with the man. You know what's funny, right? You know, he's our striker, right? Old school days, you'd be like, if the striker isn't burying it into the back of the net, I'm not interested. But when it comes to Gabriel Jesus, um, the guy's obviously been very potent since he started his Arsenal career. But when the situation's like this, I'm not, I'm not bothered. I'm not, I'm not phased by it because I know that he's going to do the business against Villa. Or whatever. Um, I'm very confident when it comes to Gabriel Jesus. And just want to say thank you very much, Corey, for the love. I appreciate it very, very much. Corey is uh, a lovely, lovely cheers man. Cheers for the love. I appreciate it. Yeah, I'm just looking. Um, uh, Saha didn't play for Palace today when they uh, they were 2-0 up against Man City. Ended up losing 4-2. 
because uh, Haaland is an absolute beast. Would you have oh, uh, Zaha? Is that the kind of player we need? You know what? Because I... Saka's future, it doesn't have to be on the right wing. He's left-footed. We can. It's all today. He can play through the middle. He could play on the left. He can play on the right. If we get Zaha in, it doesn't mean whether we're saying to Zaka, Saka, you're not good enough. It just means, Saka, you have a sit-down. We've got someone else there. But, and I like what you're saying about getting ESR playing there. But I know you like ESR as a 10, don't you? Maybe even a striker. But we're not going to dig that up again, are we? No, we're not going to dig that up again because, you know, we'll go there for him. I'm not, I'm not, I'm also not going to talk about Tavares and how he started the season very, very well. We're not going to talk about that. We're not going to talk about that. But however, however, I am going to say I like, I like Zaha. Oh, that slipped out. (laughs) (laughs) I like Zaha. I like him. I, I think, if we could poach him for a decent fee, I would prefer him over Neto. Yeah, Neto. Do you know what, right? Go on. on. No, you you do it. You're the guest. I was going to say, I was going to, I don't know about that. I was going to (laughs) say, I was going to say, you know, say Maximum is, is the guy that's got the most dribbles in the Premier League so far this season with like 150. But, you know, a lot of his dribbles don't really go anywhere. Uh, Whereas Zaha has been very much the main man for Crystal Palace now for a very long time. He obviously had that stint at United, but, you know, we've all seen United use players in the most, like, the weirdest ways. They got, they got, they had Di Maria for a time and they completely misused him. I'm like, how do you get a hold of a player like Di Maria and just misuse him to that, to that extent and then, and then get rid of him? So United are very known for misusing players. I like Wilfred Zaha. He's a born and bred Arsenal fan. That's always going to be good. It is true. He's a crybaby and he, and he kind of throws himself about, which is the problem. So I'm kind of on the fence when it comes to bringing in someone like Wilfred Zaha. But then chat, I'll put it out to you then. When it comes to signing somebody like Wilfred Zaha, who kind of gets himself about but he's got the passion to play for the badge because he lives and breathes it because he's an Arsenal fan and he, and he loves it. Would you want someone like that in your football club? That's the question. That's the question. I kind of like him. I kind of like him. I don't know whether he would fit in the ethos of what Arteta is bringing. And if he doesn't, then he doesn't come. I don't know how you feel about that, Danny. It's like if if he doesn't fit with what Arteta wants... I think he's on the edge of not being a team player. I agree. I agree. I I like him, but I don't know if he fits in what Arteta wants. Because I could love him. I could preach and praise about him till the cows come home, but it doesn't matter about my opinion. It doesn't matter about anybody's opinion apart from Arteta's and Edu's. That's the the two opinions that that you need to milk up the most, that's for sure. Like as Loki says, Zaha brings pens. He does. Evening, uh, Avon. Nice to see you. Ah, Mr. Waffles, another one who we should get on to a post-game show. Um, Corey, I thought Kane had dribbled the most. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, that nice. the best that ones. That was understated. That was very good. Awesome. Phil says, Zaha spends too much time sitting down I crying agree. like a baby. That is part of his game. And do we want that at Arsenal? I mean, it's effective. Avon says Zaha is 29 and will drop off. I mean, players like that, you get into 29, 30, you aren't getting to, if it's all about We've already had an Abamiang. We've already had an Abamiang. And Theo, Theo was, exactly. Uh, lost, exactly. It all, lost his place. I, I, I like him, but I don't, I don't think I want him in an Arsenal shirt. Yeah. No. I don't think he's got the right attitude. No, no. Uh, he doesn't fit the, he doesn't fit the family mentality that I've been talking about all so far. 
Stan. Stan, are you joining us Wednesday for the Aston Villa post game? We've not asked anyone else yet because I know time-wise that's good for you. Stan says Zaha is on the downturn. Neto is on the upturn. I think what's Neto? 22. He's got a future. Um, talking of lyrics, do you remember the song by Two Life Crew about Martinez and Martinez's wife? I'd like to see fans sing that to... Uh, it's just something Martinez, the, the Martinez's wife. The, the, I'd yeah. love the crowd to sing that at Martinez. Two life crew Christ. people for those uh, who remember 80s hip hop. Great. Well, yeah, they were very good. So yeah, I'm going to chuck a name out. Um, I know that we've just had our Europa League draw and everything. We're yep. playing PSV Eidhoven. Yeah. Um, and we're looking for a winger slash striker, right? And obviously there's rumors about maybe going in for Neto. You know, Zaha even creeped up in the rumors. I'll tell you what, man. I would yeah, I I'd like to say. steal. Yeah, I'd like to steal Gakpo. I'd like to See, steal him. I'd like came, to steal him, especially the fact that we're playing. No, that's that's obviously he's nice. an assist he's merchant, though, and he's I quick. Know, but, but did you see him play against Leicester last season in in the Europa League or whatever they were? He was terrible. You can't rate a player on one game. Playing against English competition, uh, decent English sure, competition. I appreciate what you're saying. I, appreciate I like him. Saying. He's young but and he's I like him. I really like him. I and really like that. You'd probably get him for 40, maybe. I'd prefer him over someone like Zaha. That's 100%. 100%. Yeah, Zaha's so, time is gone. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Who knows? Hey. We're all, we, we could all be wrong. We could all be wrong. But it's just interesting to come up with names. That's all. Avon says just... Gakko is very one-footed, and we've only just moved on. Just moved on from Pepe. We've got yeah, Saka who's one-footed that hurts my brain. Jaka, we've had a Saka and a Jaka situation today. That that if they had a right peg, we would be four four nil up. It wouldn't matter. I don't think having a one-foot peg situation, especially when today's today, you know today's football. I think having ambidextrous football players is is very far and few between. I think what. What the last player that we had that was really decent with both pegs was Santi Cazorla. It's been a minute. It's been yeah. a minute. I think having, I think basing somebody on only having one peg is, is, uh, is, is very much a one-legged situation. That's for sure. Have we got two people in the chat called Corey? It's Corey Lane, who's looking at him. That's not Maybe. our other Corey. And then no, we got- there's a Corey with an E and a Corey without an E. And then you go, oh, yeah, there's two. Never, we've, uh, podcasting f- um, first, two people called Corey. Um, Corey Lane, if you're new, give us a, a subscribe if you like what you see. We'll do loads of uh, podcasts. This this month, I think we'll have done about 22 shows by the time it ends. He wants uh, to see Saka get a run at left wing. He did that a few times today. I noticed that two or three times. If we sign ourselves a target man uh, of some ilk, then, then sure, but you know, invo- you know, inverted wingers is is very much the way forward with what Arteta wants. And today, you know, we saw it with Tierney. He doesn't have that ability to sit deep, um, and uh, and White does. And we saw it today that uh, we really miss that ability to come through the middle. That's for sure. Rudy says a quote. Uh, Arteta, when asked if Arsenal are in the title race, quote, "No, it's the start of the season. This is a long marathon. Be humble, be hungry." Oh, there's a t-shirt for you. Be humble, be hungry. God, like it. Gav, I like Gav, it. The man's walk. full of quotes. 
get that done. Uh, Avon said that Saka can go either way. He can, but he's predominantly left foot, which is why he always goes down on the right, down the right side, cuts in. And when I'm surprised after three seasons, no one's managed to figure out a way to stop Saka from cutting in. He does it every time. And Martinelli does the same thing. Just blessed with having so many great players. Let's move on a little bit. 51st sure. minute, second half. Funniest, one of the funniest points of the game. They, they get the ball on the edge of just inside their own box. The player runs four fifths of them for the field, breathing through his ass, then decides to try and make a cross to his mat. They've got one player in the box. We got tyranny on that player. And then he goes to do the cross, misses the ball, trips over himself, and falls down. You think, ah, oh, oh, poor bloke. But that's the Odegaard. That's that the Odegaard. That's the that's the tracking back from Martin yeah. Odegaard, putting pressure on a player. Um, if you skipped back to the start of the game before kickoff, would you would you think that Martin Odegaard would be making that run to keep the score as is? By piling pressure, pressure. Sorry, piling pressure on said player um, when it comes to making that run. Because um, I'll tell you what, if he made that pass, that's Andrea has got a one on one. Yeah, hundred percent. And and that was a but that's a captain leading by example. That's what you want. And he didn't do what the last captain Jacker had done and elbowed him in the face, given away a penalty, and got sent off. I still love Xhaka, though, but that's that's the kind of nonsense that we'd have had to put up with. Um, yeah, uh, Talbi Falls says uh, Sanity was more than decent with both feet, to be honest. He certainly was. Yeah, he was. There was many times when he used to step up to a free kick or a corner, and he and he even said himself, I've met him. He's a, he's a I tell you what, Sanity Gazzori is a beautiful man. Absolutely beautiful man. He's, a, he's an assassin with those feet. Um, Absolutely Moss- love him. Moss says, uh, what do you think of the Jamaica warm-up shirt? Is it officially a Jamaica one? Yeah, it yeah, yeah. It's officially a Jamaica one. Yeah, they 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 very much uh, show that it's it's from Jamaican heritage and the flag and everything, like the colour and stuff like that. I find it interesting because I don't know where that comes from. No. We've got no Jamaican players. I don't understand. No. They're, 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 they're pushing the idea of Martinelli and uh, and uh, and Gabriel Jesus wearing the shirts. And I'm like, they're not, they're not West Indy. No. They're I South American. Got a bit of West Indian in you. I have got West Indian in me. I have got West Indian in me. Which uh, so 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 personally, I find it very unusual. I'm like that's got no. There's no. There's no connection between the West Indies and Arsenal. So I'm confused. If someone can enlighten me of the connection of West Indies and Arsenal, that would be great. But I don't see it. It's a nice looking shirt, I guess. But it's got. I've got no connection to it. And I don't think many Arsenal fans, unless you're an Arsenal fan from Jamaica or the West Indies, we have we have a which couple is a in the small, chat. yeah, sure, sure, but it's going to be a small uh, pool as compared to Europe or or America or something like that. Do you know what I mean? So I don't know. Let me know because I'm confused. Uh, Kim B, a new name in the chat. Hello, Kim B. Uh, Gapco's deficiencies is more about his touch and running into nowhere. Sounds like uh, most of our wings we've had over the years. He needs more time in the Eredivisie, but is quite old for his level, still a talent. Good. Um, uh, Avon says, I want to see Saka get a run at left eight. Isn't that the kind of, uh, where would that be? A left eight. So that's that's central midfield. That's Xhaka. Territory yeah. playing next to Erdegaard, you mean? A lot of people are saying, obviously, Fabio Vieira maybe playing in that role and seeing how mm. he does. 
because I said in the preview show that Vieira had been playing uh, the right side of uh, midfield for the under-21s, as it is now. Brady says, Vieira or Marquinhos should have a go down the right in place of Saka in the Villa match. No, I'm not sure we can take Villa too lightly. They're still a decent team. No, I think that's that's disrespectful, personally, um, as much as I appreciate your opinion. Um, But I think if we're going to not play Saka, then Emil Smith-Rowe should be playing there or or chopping and changing in some capacity. Um, Maybe even playing Erdegaard out on the right and playing Emil Smith-Rowe through to 10 because Erdegaard's got that left peg to be able to cut in because he's got that ability and he's definitely been playing uh, one of the best kind of football uh, so far this season, that's for sure. Um, How did we get 50... It's like you're reading my notes, Steph, as usual, wise man. He says, how did we get to 53 minutes? My next note, 50, I've got two on 53 minutes. Great work by Martinelli. He lays it off to Odegaard, who has a great shot, but is parried by Leno. And then straight away after, another attack, Odegaard to Jesus, out wide to Xhaka, lays it off for Jesus, who has a shot again, blocked by Leno. Leno, if it wasn't for Leno today, we'd have won that 6-1. Possibly, absolutely. They have got a steal at what four million, four and a half million. I hope they don't go down because then we get more money for him. But you can't have your number one goalkeeper on sixty. I think um, Ramsdale's on sixty grand a week, and then Leno's on a hundred grand a week. You can't have a backup goalkeeper on a hundred grand a week, even if they say to him, "You play all the cup games." You still can't do it. That has been a major thing that uh, that uh, Edu and and uh, Arteta and and Vignai and all the others that are in charge of the club, they have got out high earners and replaced them with lower earners. The number of players that we have now got that got rid of that are on 100K plus, apart from Jesus, which is 265, I think, all the other players that have come in have been on a hell of a lot, even half the amount that all those other players were. I think yeah. I worked out that if if you if the player, we've got 21 players out on loan, and you take those of all the other players that have gone, I think there's 35 players that have left the club one way or another, taking their full wages at Arsenal is £605,000 a week. And the players we brought in are three hundred and sixty grand a week. Now, I know the players on loan, especially the likes of um, Mari, who's gone to Monza, they're not paying his eighty-five grand a week. I know uh, Nice aren't paying one hundred and forty grand a week for Pepe, but it just shows all the players that we've shipped out, if we could get all the money back for them, that their wages, that they have done some absolute magic financially. I think they've saved £35 million a year, roughly, if they did pay all their wages, which again they're not, and no one knows 100% what the wages are. Anyway, I'll stop waffling, go to the goal. 55th minute, how did you see the goal, the Mitrovic goal? <sighs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <sighs> I don't even know what to say about it. You know, we were all over them for 55 minutes, and a ball was played to Gabriel. He faffed on the ball, he looked to play it out from the back. I just think it's just. It's a situation again, you know, at the end of the day, you know, Gabriel is not a fully fledged center back. He's still learning. Um, you know, a lot of center backs um come into their own in their late twenties. Um, so Gabriel's got a little bit of time before he gets to that stage. Um, and situations like this, he caught caught on stuck and and uh it comes up against a player like Mitrovic. It's not every day you get to play again against a player like Mitrovic, that's for sure. He's a guy that throws his weight about. He knows how to do the business in the championship. Um, a lot of people like to talk about the premiership and how it's the best league in the world, one of the best leagues in the world. But when it comes to the championship, it's probably one of the, the most difficult leagues in the world when it comes to just being able to uh, hold your own. That's for sure. 
Uh, and today, um, once again, uh, Mitrovic uh, got the better of one of our centre-backs. And it's not unusual, um, which is unfortunate, but uh, but today shows uh, he went and done it again. So um, Gabriel caught on stack and Mitrovic does what he does best. I agree with you. Um, clear up a couple of things. Stan, who's yeah, once, um, said that she's Jamaican, says, uh, we have a background of players from the West Indian Heritage, right? Davis Road, Carlson, name a few, yes, I know. Um, sure, uh, sure, Deke, sure. Deke knows that. Um, sure, sure. Na- Natasha Nunes, who I can't, and she lives around that area, says, Arsenal have said, this is what we wanted to know, they're celebrating the Caribbean heritage of North London. Good. Sure. I, don't I like just meant I just oh, that's good. of course you can say that like of course and I, I totally understand what Stan's saying as well. Yeah. Um, I just meant just more in what's going on anything. right now in Arsenal. Yeah. We could we could talk about our history of Scandinavian players or our history mm-hmm. of in South American players. We could you know we could we could play that tune. I just meant about like today and today and now. I think a South Af- a South American um, twist would be my would be quite interesting because like we've Wolves got a lot of Portuguese kit. We've got a lot of Portuguese going through the club right now. There's rumours, obviously, Neto. Mm. We've got Fabio Vieira. We've got Martinelli, Gabriel Jesus, Gabriel himself as well. We've got all the Gabbies. There's a lot of Portuguese speak- speaking. There's a lot of um, South American speaking. So maybe we could have done something like that. I'm not saying the show is bad. Will lose a couple maybe, of games. Maybe, who bring knows? Out another kit. Just, you know, Arsenal <laughs> will pump out another 43 kits before the end of the season. But um, I just meant in the sense of what's going on right now. I totally understand what you're saying, chat. And I appreciate everything you're saying, speaking as as a West Indian myself. Um, with heritage, with well, my with my granddad and everything. But, you know, I'm just I just meant about what's going on right now. That's all I meant. Well, no. Natasha's given us the answer, what the club have said. I don't like the kit, but then again, I didn't like last season's London Underground kit. They used the That's material. Pot, the it's just speaks. a money-making scheme. <laughs> so be, like, it, you, you literally just call it what it is, and it's a money-making scheme for people that live in London, just buying things. Yeah. Um, there's no confusion. Mr. Waffles just wanted to know if the club had given an answer, and Natasha has found it. Uh, Thunder says, it's Carnival in Nottingham Hill, Notting Hill being held this weekend. I've got no idea. Um, uh, Stan says also a big win, West Indian win. Off if we could say win, no, West, West Indian, no, a big a West Indian community, yeah. so West I Indian see. community in North London. Sure, as I said, Stan, I totally appreciate it and everything like that. I'm just saying what's what's prevalent in the in the Arsenal squad right now might be more fitting. That's all Maybe I'm we'll saying. See a Brazilian one. Who knows? But, um, yeah, I'm up for that. I'm up for that. That would be quite 100%. nice actually because um, Brazil is kit is blue and yellow. Um, historically, Arsenal's away kit is blue and yellow, so maybe uh, they'll bring out a Brazilian blue and yellow kit. Oh, that would I'm well up for the that. Kit, that sounds great. It. These that are just sounds... training tops, aren't they? They're we need to, to push worn. the we need to push the idea of the Brazilian theme that's going through the Arsenal right now. We need yeah. to really get hold of that and just go right. Let's do this. I think that's. I think I personally feel like that's more prevalent with what's going on with our history right now. That's all. Yeah, current. Uh, Mike Hertz is there. Hello, hello. Um, so uh, I'm just looking to see if there's any other comments here. Ah, Matthew D. Hello, Matthew. Uh, 
Uh, I think that's new. Enjoyed the way the supporters responded to the Gabriel error. Similar to Saliba own goal, get behind the lads when they're down. So many. We A few years ago, that player would have been booed off the pitch and would have to be been substituted the way that they were. But it's, an, it's partly the new breed of Arsenal fans and it's partly the, the atmosphere and the, everyone coming together. It's just it's fantastic to see. Um, Danny, do you know what I think it really is? Go on in. I think it's a PR masterpiece that we released the all or nothing Arsenal documentary on Amazon Prime. They all thought it was going to be a nightmare, didn't they? We did. We did. We all know where it's going to go. We all know how it ends. But the journey, we all that we're all there for the journey, not the ending. We're all there for the journey. We saw deep down in the changing rooms what the games meant to the players after said whether it was a win or a loss or a draw. We saw what it meant to those players. So we have come into this season with that in mind, which is directly influencing the player, uh, sorry, the fans in the stands. That's for sure. That's for, that's for sure. If there's no connection, I would be completely flabbergasted, but there is 100% a difference when it comes to the Arsenal fans reacting to situations and especially negative ones in the stadium when it comes to watching that documentary and, sh- and really exactly the 12th man, we, the documentary has really shown what it means to the players, especially just players like Ramsdale when he gets pissed about not getting that clean sheet. I just want to fucking go for a beer with the guy. <laughs> he just seems so cool, you know, and it's not every day you get to say that about a player as well. You know, a lot of players, they like to live in their own world and they live in the dream world. But players like Ramsdale and the players that we're seeing now that are coming through the Arsenal ranks and leading the line with Erdegaard, Saka and Martinelli and Gabriel Jesus, they seem very humble and they seem very much wanting to do it as a family. And the team is a family. And I'm well behind that idea. All right, a couple of uh, messages here in the chat from Avon Not Teddington. Odegaard's 100% cross accuracy, 100% take on success, 91 touches, 11 final third entries, 10 times possessions, one, eight duels, one, five take ons, three tackles, three shots, two chances, created two shots and goal, one on target. Uh, Brady says, Waiting for the Irish culture jersey? No, because that would be green. And I never want us to see a green. And my family are Irish. But no, fuck that. Never having a green top again. We had that That's in my point. It's my Brady, Brady, Brady's banana has completely proved my point. Like, we've got a <laughs> yeah. history of, of Irish heritage in the club. Yeah. A lot of Irish fans uh, living in Ireland, for example, the one of the biggest, um, you know, Arsenal podcasts, Arsblog, He's yeah. Irish, and he's and he supported Ar- uh, Arsenal because of the Irish heritage, including Can't players like Brady. Here, I'm horrible. just saying, but that's all I'm know. saying about the know. you know the 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 West Indies thing, and then the, so do an Irish that's one good. then. It's good. I like it. I've got Irish in me as well. I'm West Indies, English, and Irish, so do it all. You can say what you want about any of the kits then. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. (laughs) Uh, Rudy's got a quote for us. Arteta on Gabriel. Quote, it's just the reaction of everybody after the goal to make them believe. It's not a coincidence because Gabby has changed his mentality every day. Excellent. Uh, the Arsenal Luchador Arriba says, still waiting for the Mexican Heritage jersey to be released. We've only, I think we've got Marcella proving Flores. Proving my point. Proving my he's, point. He's exactly. at Real Oviedo. And we have... I love Carlos Vela. The chipping king. Carlos Vela. The chipping king. Yeah. The guy chipped more than chips in a bowl. 
Good. Right. Um, Steph's doing it again. Are you in my house, Steph? My next note. Well, it's the goal, isn't it? Let's do the 64th minute. Uh, yeah, 64th minute. Has it gone down as an unknown goal or has it gone down as an Erdegaard goal? Oh, it's gone down think. as an Erdegaard goal. Thank um, God for that. Because it was, it, was, it was on target. Yeah, it was, it was, it was goal bound anyway. Um, regardless of anyway. whether the keeper was going to make the save, um, it's goal bound. So it's classed as Erdegaard goal. So 64th minute, uh, goal by Odegaard, assist by Saka, pre-assist by Saliba. Saliba brings it up from defence, through the middle, gives it to Saka, who runs right, passes it left to... Getting tired reading this. Passes it left to Odegaard, who has a shot on the edge of the box, and it clips a defender as it goes past Leno's left. Leno nearly got a paw to it, but... Magnificent, yet again, just a beautiful build-up, great passing, left, right. Those Fulham defenders, they were run ragged. I knew this was going to get to the point. I thought by about the 70, 75th minute, they will be breathing out of their arse. They are going to be knackered. And we saw signs of it here, and Leno nearly got a paw to it, but magnificent build-up, magnificent goal. Never stop. I'm a, Danny, you, you, you made a great point there um, with the pre-assist. Um, that doesn't get talked about enough, um, if I'm honest with you. I think pre-assist is just, sometimes anyway, just as important as the actual assist. Um, and uh, yeah, it really starts to sh- it really start to see um, how great. Do you know what, right? You talk about strikers when they bury it in the back of the net or when they don't bury it in the back of the net. Saliba, what have we got to say about him today? He was absolutely... Brilliant. He was brilliant. Absolutely. We don't talk about him today because he did everything just like, you know, I'm fine with it, mate. Don't worry about it. I've got it all in, uh, you know, all under lock and key. Don't worry about it. I thought he was absolutely phenomenal. It scares me how good he is at 21 years old. Scares the shit out of me. Maestro, I love you, dude. Absolutely scares me. Absolutely terrifies me how good he is. And a lot of people give a lot of grief to Arteta with the fact that we signed him in 2019. We didn't use him. Hmm. Who knows? Maybe we got it right. <clears throat> uh, Carly uh, says, I thought you were a Viking. I am. I am. I've got everything. I found out I'm mostly, mostly English, Irish and German though. Asked my dad about that. He didn't want to talk about it. Um, another quote from Rudy. Uh, Cause we all thought, we thought my dad's dad was Italian. Turns out he was German when the Germans occupied Guernsey. Guess we don't talk about that. <laughs> I'll be goose stepping around the house. <laughs> well, Rudy says, love it. <laughs> it's a true story, actually. Uh, he's German. Uh, my nan. She liked she liked the boys. Uh, Mikel Arteta on Enketia. Um, it's not as simple as that, just bringing on a striker. It's what we've practiced and the variety of formations we can use, how we can make each other better, attack from different spaces. Then you look in his eyes and you say, he's ready for a fight. There was one of the notes, actually, that I skipped over 60th minute. Eddie on for Katie. We go to a back three, two up front. We're in a 3-5-2 with Xhaka covering at left back. And then later on, we saw... Um, um, Tommy Ashu coming on and playing at left back. And then we had five centre defenders across the back. And then uh, the 67th minute, um, Saka has gone left wing. Xhaka back in the middle. Martinelli at left wing. Those Fulham players must have been looking and going, how? How are we meant to cover Martinelli, Saka? Uh, 
Xhaka is moving around. Erdegaard is, is attacking, defending in midfield, pulling everything everywhere. And meanwhile, you've got Gabriel, you've got Ben White, and you've got Saliba standing at the back of their arms, cross going, you're not coming in. You can try. You're going nowhere. You're having no luck. So where were we up to? Uh, Overall, they didn't, Danny. <laughs> <laughs> no, they, they, they had a few chances but it didn't really work out uh, great uh, 66th minute great corner from Fulham to their player right next to the penalty spot who spanks it with his head right at goal and Ramsdale parries it away great instinctive block from Ramsdale we had a little moan at the beginning about him throwing the ball at their player but he saved two, at least two goals today didn't he what a goalkeeper young he's 23 years old and he's doing stuff like that already that save from Hold on, I need to talk about this because I was blown away whilst I was watching it in the pub. Gabriel Jesus marking Mitrovic from corners? What the fuck was that all about? Literally, yeah. what the fuck was that all about? And Mitrovic just literally manhandled Gabriel Jesus and just headed the ball. And and, and apparently Ramsdale has got reflexes like a kitten because the save was absolutely phenomenal, which kept us in the game. Um blown away Ramsdale I as I said to you at the start of the pod you know when we signed him from Sheffield United we were all perplexed we were like why are we signing a guy like this this is crazy and uh you know the Leicester game we all saw that save from the free kick from was it Madison pretty sure it was Madison last season um and you know Ramsdale is very much now a staple name when it comes to the Arsenal and rightly so agree completely is soccer seven stud one of yours was that no. a new name? Ah, oh, it's a new, new name. New one t- new on name. Twitch. Hello to you. I was impressed uh, when Ramsdale runs out and protects Tommy Asher near the end of the game. Props to him. Team team spirit, team unity. They all fight Doesn't as one. Uh, uh, Steph made a good point. Mitrovic dominated all of his duels today. But, I, mean, I wouldn't expect him, anything less. Beast. Yeah, he's had, you, don't, you don't play three he's seasons Mitrovic. in the championship and not he's know Mitrovic. how to defend himself as a striker. Yep. Um, Corey says White made a great block on the second attempt certainly did Maestro Chan I'm not one of Deeks he's one of mine nice fair enough, fair enough. Uh, where are we up to now uh, 72nd minute Martinelli and Saka on the wings running and doing great stuff and Martinelli has a shot which Leno dives to make an easy save 75th minute Fulham are tiring Martinelli sets Eddie away on the right wing Eddie cuts in and has a go but misses and then I've just put magical Odegaard no minutes nothing else just magical just just saying just saying. he does his uh, flicks and tricks are he's a Norwegian yeah. wizard he's, I love it I'm, I'm in love with the man I'm uh, in love with the man <laughs> 80th minute, Saka and Martinelli have swapped wings yet again. We are only attacking down the right from now on, it seems. Uh, 81st minute, Gabriel centre-back attacking. Great through ball to Martinelli on the left of the box and 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 gives it to Eddie. Eddie fluffs another chance and Leno gets it. Great through ball from uh, You don't expect to see your centre-back up um, doing through balls in the 81st minute, but you can moan about Eddie or you can say, Eddie, he's, he's showing what he can do. He's getting in the positions. He's only 20, 23, I think he is, 22, something like that. And he is getting in great positions and making chances. And it's it's only going to be a little while before it starts to click for Eddie. When he's coming on, he'll come on, he'll get goals. You look like you were looking for something. Then what you found? He's, yeah, he's 23. Sorry, I was just ah. checking. I was checking the age because my uh, brain was telling me maybe a bit older. But no, he's 23. Get, he had so many good chances today, and I'd rather 
Eddie get in the positions and have good chances than play for the last 20 minutes and do nothing. Do you agree? I've got no... Do you know what, right? Um, at the end of the last season, when he did what he did and he, you know, he nearly got us to the end of the line and got us that Champions League football, which, you know, it ended up not being the way that we wanted it to be. Um, but, uh, you know, it was a great progression step for Arsenal from eighth. Um, that's for sure. Um, Eddie, since he's come on, um, since taking over from maybe Gabriel Jesus or maybe even working in tandem with him, he's definitely shown um, that he's got the ability to maybe get on the end of the ball. So I've got no qualms with him keeping doing what he's doing. That's for sure. It's um, this team, it's, he's going to get more. He's going to get. One hundred percent. I've got no. I've got no worries with him. I've got no stresses. It's been a minute since, as, as an Arsenal fan, um, that uh, I've been not worried or annoyed by the fact that we've got players on said bench bringing on someone like Eddie Nketiah if this was a year ago even bef- you know before what he did at the end of the season I'd be like what the bloody hell are we doing and now I'm like cool let's do it yeah good let's go and get the dub he's gonna get better that's the kind of player that he is um someone put something in the chat uh here we go Corey lane uh gabby's only good corner of the game and we scored we're gonna come to that in a little bit uh dejan is there oi oi cheeky i think we're ready for top well i think we are not ready for champions league the end of the season we will be how much of the you see how much these players are growing almost week by week and then by the end of the season we will be Definitely ready for the Champions League. Well, hopefully, because we're going to be in it one way or the other. Um, where are we down to? Uh, oh, here we go. Everyone, take a deep breath. Hold on to your, your respective reproduction organs. 82nd minute, a Hollywood ball from Odegaard over all of their players into a one-inch square patch of where Eddie was standing. Eddie in the box, who brings it down. I think he brings it down with his left foot. And then he took too long. And then they got the block in. So many wasted chances from Eddie. But that ball from Erdegaard, I mean, you don't expect someone to lift the ball over your entire defence and just drop it down onto the feet of your striker. It, I think it was, uh, he wasn't expecting it. You wouldn't expect that. Maybe he was expecting something else. But uh, yeah, Eddie had another chance. But these these chances, he'll end up putting them away. We've seen that at the end of last season. Needs a few we games, have seen that. a few more chances, and he'll start putting it away. Um, who we got? Oh, got another name here, Malcolm MK. Happy to have Saliba back, but it was Arteta's mismanagement that we didn't have him earlier. That's a whole podcast on its own. Here. I, I think we'll leave. No, I think we'll leave that, Malcolm. No, Malcolm. <laughs> um, where are we down to the 83rd minute? Martinelli has a shot from the edge of the box. Leno got a hand to it, or a defender deflected it for a corner. 83rd minute. Martinelli with another poor corner. Leno came up like a salmon to get it. 85th minute, another corner into the box. This is the goal. A kerfuffle. It hits the back of Saliba, drops down to the feet of Gabriel, gets it in from two feet away. Great corner from Martinelli, putting it in the mixer. I think that's that's what that's called, isn't it? Good line. I like that. Putting it in the mixer. That's exactly right. Exactly right. Um, yeah, there was calls of obviously VAR at the uh, when the goal was put into the back of the net, and there was calls of maybe uh, of a handball, um, which was absolutely horseshit. Um, it f- infuriates me the VAR system um, and the fact that you can't really celebrate a goal, especially in those moments where it's like a dying moment of a game, and you've ended up scoring a winner, which you truly deserve. 
Um, but I'm very happy that it was Gabriel that scored it as much as yep. it's not in my fantasy football team. Um, I was very much happy that he scored it because it ends up rectifying him for the error that he made earlier in the game. I think that's exactly what should be happening in a dream world. That's exactly what should be happening. I have, uh, I've got Saka, Odegaard and Jesus in my dream team. Um, I've also got Mikel Antonio and, and Watkins, Ward-Prowse and Martinez in goal. So, uh, I thought I'd change some of those. Anyway, we're not here to talk about fantasy football. I'm Have you got a, I didn't even know you got a fantasy football thing. Have you got a fantasy football thing? You've got to send me the link. There's about 3,000 people in it, I think, if they've all renewed their thing. Um, oh, well, you've got to send me the link because I'm, I'm not part of it. I'm not part of it at all. Uh, um, I've, got, I've got a Martinelli over Saka. But apart from uh, that, Gabriel is who's heard a guard of Martin. I keep thinking, I thought, I'm not taking Saka out. I'm keeping the faith. But Martin I, I took him out. Team. I took him out. I put Martinelli in instead because he's cheaper. He was Martin, Saka's like eight mil. Martinelli was like six mil. So I was like, mm, I'm doing that shit. Uh, oh, another new name. Uh, Darren Clifford. The training top is due to not Neil Carnival. So I've been told. Yeah, we, we've, we've got over. We've got yeah, that. We've gone over that. And Corey says, a villain to hero. Corey, the other Corey says, Mike Dean on VAR for us. Hmm. Was it Mike Dean? I've got no Love idea. a bit of it. Love uh, a bit of it. Uh, so then, uh, da, 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 that was the goal. 88th minute, Tommy on for Jesus. Brilliant. Uh, and uh, also, no, it's Tommy. Uh, Jesus isn't getting any grief from the fans, even though he's brought in to score goals and he hasn't scored that many goals. It's almost like our fans have realised there's more to football than just a player scoring goals. It's all the other stuff that he does when when he's on the pitch, uh, dropping deep, going wide, just creating havoc. It's he's part of a he's part of a of a he's, he's part of the Arsenal pizza. Without him, because the pizza wouldn't taste unit. right. Exactly, that's it. It exactly is. right, exactly right. But as I said, I think it's got. I think I think if the Arsenal documentary didn't get released when it did. I think there'll be I think there'll be slightly different results. I think it's a PR masterclass. I really do. It's worked out wonders. Here we go, everybody. Squeaky bum time. 89th minute. Fulham nearly score from their free kick. Ramsdale with another great instinctive save from as their player got between Gabriel and Sleba, got a toe to it, and at the last second, Ramsdale saw it. Another great. That's three great saves of the day. Uh, 93rd minute, my last note, uh, big bob on for Erdegaard. We now have five centre-backs in defence. So you've been able to bring players off of the bench. So uh, your overall um, thoughts of the game, how happy are you? Criticisms, if you can summarise it in a few sentences. Sure. Criticisms is going to be, we should have put the game away early doors. It shouldn't have gone to the wire like it did. Um, And we shouldn't have had to see the beginning of bringing on Rob Holding to secure the game against Fulham at home. Um, it's a sh- it's a shame that we had to see it then. Um, I thought we would have maybe seen it later because there's been lots of talk about how that we hadn't needed it up until now. Um, but overall, we managed to get the result, and I'm very happy, as I said, that the guy that got uh, conceded the goal and the guy that scored the winner ended up being the same person in Gabrielle. Um, and as said by somebody, uh, by Corey with an E, uh, from villain to hero is very well said. Brilliant summary. Uh, because we don't use um, stream, stream, stream Labs or whatever it is, I can't, it's been so long. We use StreamYard. I don't get a notification when you give us uh, a Prime. So Soccer Stud has uh, subscribed with their Amazon Prime subscription. Hey! You get- 
uh, you get one to give away every month. And if you don't use it, it goes to waste. That's uh, about pound fifty out of Jeff Bezos' uh, pocket. So if anybody wants to do that, you let me know. Even if you want to give it to other people who, who do this for a living, but it's easy. All you have to do is go and set up a Twitch account and then go and just click on – don't do it on your mobile phone, though. We've got, six viewers on, we've got six viewers on Twitch right now. If you've got an Amazon Prime and you haven't used it yet, get the involved. One hundred percent. You know how that how that works. One hundred percent. It is. And, Maestro's uh, on uh, on Twitch. That's for sure. Yes, he is. You have got Maestro in there. You've got Soccer Seven Stud, and I can't remember how you find out how many people are uh, the people that are watching. No, that well, six people um, right now watching. So yeah, jolly good. Right. So uh, that's all of my notes, people. I think so far we've only got one question. Um, and that was, I've scrolled all the way up now. Oh, we've got the porn bot there. Hello, if anybody is after Hello, porn, porn bot. I was it's... like, what the fuck is that shit? <laughs> uh, Mr. Waffles, what's a Twitch? Uh, twitching, the terminology of looking through someone's blinds and watching somebody, you're twitching. Uh, that's what that is. That's that term. Uh... So it's kind of like that. So you're watching through some blinds and you're watching through somebody uh, into somebody, what they're doing. So that's kind of what Twitch is. It's a live streaming platform. Um, check it out if you don't know it's pretty cool stuff uh yeah the porn bot is it so I, i've never uh, seen a porn bot <laughs> oh we love them uh, well, hello porn it. bot people it's shame it's automated or we, we would give them a little oh, shout let's have a chat we'll uh, have a chat what's going on we'll talk about the arsenal <laughs> uh yes they're all uh they're here because of john because john's a deviant and they know john's here and they probably subscribe right. to all their things uh, one question we have is from pete colson he says, would you be happy if we don't sign any more players in a transfer window, closes, party replacement, backup seems an essential one to me. What's your thoughts on that? Danny, what would you rather sign? Would you rather sign another midfielder who can maybe fill the six and eight or someone that can do the winger striker? Uh, we've got plenty of wingers. It has to be the six, eight job uh, because at the moment really? he isn't good enough. Yeah, we have got... Like ESR, either wing. What happens if Martin Fabio Eddie, Vieira becomes wing. like the best? His skinny little legs. He's, he's, some thick, he's a decent thick, little thick player. Seventeen heads. assists last season. I know seventeen. It was. I'm pretty sure it was seventeen. I know Bloody the stats hell. say it was like fourteen, but in all comps, it was like sixteen, seventeen in all comps. Wow. Um, but uh, who knows? Who knows what happened? Who knows what happened? But um, yeah, I I appreciate what you're saying. If it was an option between either a mid or a, or, or a winger, I would rather a mid as much as Arsenal are very much looking like they're going to be pushing very for, for a striker slash winger. Who knows? Well, Who knows? Now we've cleared I'd love 100. both. Of course. They're not mutually exclusive. <laughs> Let's give us, give me both. But now that we've cleared up 140 grand's worth of wages getting, um, I think Nice said they're going to play the majority of his wages. So they're paying yeah, they are, they are. They very much are, yeah. yeah 100 no grand there. worth. So yeah. that frees up some money to go and uh, uh-huh. sign someone. Uh, Mr. Waffle says, party replacement, we have enough attacking players. Oh, Corey, uh, oh, probably uh, freezing his ass off somewhere in Canada. Should I use a short uh, short corner routine or do I go far post? Are we talk. Are we talking football manager or are we talking in real life terms or in <laughs> Arsenal terms? Because if we're talking football no manager, we always want to do the near post flick on uh, yeah. with a target man because target men are really, really good in FM22. If it's not, then I don't know what you're talking about. We should be playing the ball in there for our most prevalent people that are going to be burying it to the back of the net. 
We do indeed. Uh, Don One says, I want a party replacement. I like the Egyptian Perlo, but we need better. Very true. Mr. Waffles, or let Sambi off the leash to find his feet. I think there is a tidy player in there somewhere. He's too quiet for me. No, oh, hello. I'm, really in, I'm really indifferent with him. LSML, holy Christ. LSML, LSML. Do you know what? I just, I just want to give a shout out to LSML. LSML, we, we knew each other back in the day when, when, I, was, when I was running Arsenal My Blood podcast. Um, so LSMO, I hope you're doing well. I hope everything's cool in your life. Um, just giving you love and all that was going on. He did a pod the other week, his first one in nearly a year. And he look was, he was glorious. Face. Is that, look at his little, look at and, his uh, little mug. Is that his little mug? He's a dad. He had a, had oh, a, had a baby. Congratulations, sunshine. Um, those, days, those days and then some sunshine. Good times. Yes. Arsenal, my blood, good times, man. It's good to see that you're, you're roaming about still, man. Good stuff. He is. Um, he rang me the other night when they're walking through the middle of nowhere about 2 a.m. He and his, his lovely missus and uh, spoke to him for about half an hour. And that was, that was nice. He's, uh, he, he, I, I, I had a lot of time for Ellis. A lot, a lot of time for him. He's a good guy. Andy, good guy. another name I've not seen before. Andy R62000 says... 6,200 numbers. So complicated because there's only nine of them. Uh, it says, do you think party will be back before United? I have no idea. I, I think it only happened yesterday, so it's a bit early to tell. Do you know what's you know what's annoying, Danny? Do you know what's annoying? We don't even know if it's an injury. It could be something more other things that's going on in his life. Um, so it could be it could be Jack Wilshere's got a, a leg injury, but he's too busy in in rehab from cocaine addiction who knows who knows hey football um but anyway uh cory said uh, i lost my fm virginity last year welcome to the the abyss uh that's for sure but ellis it's great it's great to see you um i talk about you with danny all the time um about how the fact that um we we used to just chat about arsenal when it comes to arsenal my blood podcast which 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 i used to run back in the day so it's great to see you uh in the chat that's for sure one one percent is indeed right. I think that is the end of the show. Oh, Deep, you just followed us on Twitch 59 minutes ago. I just don't look at the uh, I have to look at the the the, the web based version of it. So, um, yeah, we've got 292 followers now. I don't know how many of those are spam bots. It's probably in. probably. Yes. who knows? But there's six viewers right now. Um, so, uh, Dan and Maestro just put sorry, I wasted my prime on Deke. That's never a good thing. <laughs> never waste it on me. Never waste it on no. me. But we we don't need the money. Well, I say that we um, uh, what's he saying? Shush you, th- uh, thank you. Oh, fuck! Fucking thing's been annoying me all day. Little buzzy fruit fly. Uh, I see a bromance brooming. I tappy, love Ellis tappy. absolutely, and congratulations by the way, man, on the little on the little one. That's beautiful stuff. And Mrs. Ellis is 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 lovely. He's a very lucky Fantastic. man. And, and uh, the other two girls they've got with them, they're lovely girls as well. He's a very yeah. lucky man, is, is our Ellis. Right. We need to um, wrap the show up there. If people want to find you, where can they find you? It used to be 7 o'clock every weekday, didn't it? And that's not happening. Yeah, recently. so um, I used to do uh, – I did, um, but I had to take a step back because I'm actually working on myself at the moment. I'm, I'm, I'm going to the gym twice a week. And I'm actually working on myself to try and get my my physical, my mental health. I'm getting there, but my physical health, I'm I'm actually putting that in front and center, of front of everything. Um, but I was doing um, FM and mental health streams, which was uh, me playing an FM stream, uh, playing some football manager, and talking about if you've got anything going on that's going on in your life and everything like that. If it's negative, 
I've gone through a lot in my 30, 35 years on this planet, everything from um, homelessness to abuse and everything in between. So if you want to talk about anything, please DM me on Twitter. There's no prompt, no problems there. My Twitter was right here, but I think Danny's just taking it off the screen. There we go. It's where it's back. So you can follow me on Twitter there. Please DM me if you're going through some shit. I'm more than happy to talk to you and maybe help you out, give you a nugget of advice. Um, but I've taken a break from that, as I said, because I'm working on myself physically. Um, the moment I get that under wraps, then I'll come back into it, probably looking in uh, sort of end of October, so uh, November time, when I'm going to be going back to that, which I really love to, to do. Um, so I'm going to be doing that again, that's for sure. But you can, as I said, you can follow me there. But I'm all about the mental health and tell me a little bit about uh, the walk talk thing that you're involved in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I okay, okay, cool. Um, so I do a lot of work with a company, uh, with a with a with a charity called Walk and Talk, which is a men's mental health charity. I feel like men have been forgotten about in today's day and age. You know, um, men under the age of fifty years old, uh, the biggest killer for them is suicide, and I want to be a big preventer towards that. Um, so men, uh, so Walk and Talk is uh, opposing fans walking from one stadium to another. Um, so we've done walks from you know, Southampton to Reading and stuff like this, you know, some really big walks or some smaller walks from like Palace to, to Arsenal um, and getting opposing fans. But the, the idea is to get men to talk and, and, and open up about ideas that are going through their minds at that time. And hopefully we can, we can save a man or two before they feel like they've got nothing left in the tank to give. And uh, yeah, and we've done a lot of work. So you can follow them on, uh, at Walk and Talk MMH, Men's Mental Health on Twitter as well. The man Lee runs it and, and, and created it. He's a lovely guy that doesn't take any credit for everything he does. He's a lovely gentleman. And uh, yeah, I just want to try and save as many men out there as possible because I feel like we've been forgotten about. That's for sure. And Danny knows I push it all the time. So there we go. It is indeed. Um, very good stuff. And we've done a few pods about it because our John has had uh, similar issues and he's, and he's now luckily over it. Cats are wanting food. Um, a couple of little things I want to bring up. I have a few pictures from the game. There's uh, the two captains, the captain and vice captain, one captain on the pitch, the other one captain in the dressing room. But together, they make a beautiful partnership. A little picture there of Erdegaard celebrating three goals this season. Yeah, not bad for a apparently Real Madrid reject. I want double digits from the man. I think you can do it as Definitely. well. Uh, most wins from the first 100 matches as an Arsenal manager. Arsene Wenger Ooh, got 54. Oh, just one 53. game behind Wenger. Yeah. That's pretty. That's pretty impressive. That's pretty uh, impressive. George Graham 49, Tom Whitaker 49, George Allison 45, and the legendary Herbert Chapman also 45. A little picture here of Zinchenko celebrating with Gabriel. Another little thing here. Oh, that's the same Erdegaard celebrating. Same, that's fine. I can see double pictures. It's fine. But this one, I'm not sure it's from today's game or not. Um, just Gabriel I, as Jesus. But I'm fine with the seeing camera. the tequila, man. I'm fine with seeing. Uh, when are we? Apparently, there's an uh, there's a tequila called Arsenal Tequila. I don't know. Well, the PR company needs to get involved. <laughs> if they're listening, let us know, and we'll. Uh, actually, I don't do anything with alcohol. There's our captain, Captain Marvel, and finally. What better way to end the show? Top, top, top of the league. So we are top of the league. <laughs> Beautiful stuff. And look at that. I tell you what, right? You know, as much as the points are pretty impressive, look at our goal difference compared to City. Yeah. We're Eight. matching them. We're matching Eight. them. And how much money they plugged into that football club? 
and we're yeah. matching them on goal difference. It's good to see as well, Brighton, you know, they, they've been playing some great good football manager. recently and everything like that. It's going to be very interesting to see us in the, uh, is it the, is it the EFL Cup or the FA Cup? I can't even remember. Uh, what we're playing League Cup. League Cup. We're okay, at home. Cool. So it's going to be interesting to see uh, the Brighton game, that's for sure. Um, let's hope and pray that we can keep hold of Gross because he's been on fire so far this season. So we'll see what happens anyway. But Phil Macker, thanks for the love, man. I really, really appreciate that. Um, and McAllister is another great one. Great plug. Mental health is important and physical health. People who don't know, Ellis is, Ellis is one of the top people in the NHS. Without him, he has saved many lives and also pulled many things from many gentlemen's bottoms. But that part, he doesn't tell us about. That's the uh, NSFW. Yeah, that is that's that's, it is indeed um right that's it we're all done um is uh go to at d-e-a-c-o-n-j-u-s-t-i-f-i-e-d on twitter and then you will find deke and all of his, his details about his twitch and he'll start doing it soon and i have it on in the background i've got two monitors i have deke on one monitor while he's playing games and I do my other stuff on the other monitor and I join in and it's uh, just a very, it's a very happy place to be and it'll 100%. stop the game. And if there's someone there talking about stuff, men's mental health and things like that, it'll stop the game and it'll just talk for 10 minutes about to this person and take a thousand tangents. Yeah. As you've seen, have you seen already? And you've not, if you've not already seen, I take about a thousand tangents. So I'm always happy to talk. You do indeed, and uh, he hasn't mentioned it today, but he's got a very interesting story about something that is uh, life-changing for people. That is, uh, Every time I, I hear about it or read about it, I think, I can't believe a mate of mine was involved in that. And that is sure. that is a podcast on its own. That is an, there's, an amazing there's gonna be situation. A, there's going to be a video released, um, not on my platform, but on another platform. So the moment I get hold of that, I will, uh, I will share uh, and send that to yourself. But it involves a near-death experience but uh it's we all know about it. it happened a couple of years ago but as i said i'll share the video when it comes to fruition good right uh deep you've been effervescent you've been wonderful and you've been interesting to say the oh, that's all the, all the words i like to hear that's all the buzzwords baby that's what i like to hear no it's been Excellent. great I, I was i was i was like 85th minute i was like oh god i'm gonna have to talk about arsenal for an hour this is awful. And then Gabriel comes and, uh, you know, villain to hero, as Corey said, um, and he does the business. So here we are talking about another Arsenal win and that's four wins on the bounce. Let's go and win the league. That's it. It's back on people. It's back on. We will see you on, uh, Oh, tomorrow I will be doing same old Arsenal with Craig, Amanda and Chris at 7 p.m. I'm not sure if that's going to be live or not, or maybe 7.30. And then 10 o'clock tomorrow night, we have a treat for you. We have, um, what was his Twitter name? Um, oh, you may well know him from Twitter as, I should know his bloody Twitter name, shouldn't I? Oh, for fuck's sake. Where's it gone? It's no, live. I can't remember his Twitter that name. It's live. It's live. I know it's live. I know Can it you? is. It's uh, Glenn. Glenn from New York. I don't think you've probably seen him. He has his own YouTube channel and he is hilarious. And he yabba, 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 yabba. He can never get a word in with him because he used to be a radio person. And now uh, it's going to be me and him doing the Sunday roast at 10 p.m. He's worse than you. 
I tell you what, I've really dumbed down my tangents. I've really dumbed down my. I've worked hard on not rambling for an hour. I've worked real hard, Danny. But Glenn from New York used to be a radio personality in New York. How, how did talk shows? And he's going to be on with me tomorrow night. He's one of my favourite people to do a, a show with. Mike is away, and maybe he might get you on for one of the Sunday roasts where we talk about absolutely anything. For an hour and a half. So there is no rules. I can rules. talk about everything no. and everything. Don't worry about that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, tomorrow night, 10 p.m., we'll be doing that. And then I think Chris is doing a podcast probably Monday or Tuesday. And then I'm going to do the Lone Watch on Tuesday if Chris does a podcast Monday. And Wednesday, we'll be back for the uh, the preview show for the Aston Villa game. Busy, busy time. And then uh, halfway through next month, we have two weeks off. So that would be nice. So yeah, if you're new, give it a subscribe. If you're not, uh, I don't know do something else and we will see you later. Thank you very much everybody for watching. Be nice to each other and be nice to cats and dogs and eat more fruit. Wise words indeed. These are all um, <laughs> yeah. All right. Here we, here we go. Here's the, the outro video. Bye bye. Be lucky. As soon as I scored that goal, I was fucking livid. Get down dog. Splendid business. He nearly caught the bloody thing. What are you talking about? <laughs> So I've just eaten a full quiche. Well, you don't often see them at Ig, so when you see them in the supermarket, they need to be swagged. Microwaved immediately and get the brown sauce on one. Bosh, Bob's your uncle. Never in doubt.